All right, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So do me a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for notifications of new videos when we post them, which is quite regular. And of course, comment down below and upvote the video itself. We'd appreciate it very much. I am here with Tom Vanderford for his weekly segment. And today, Tom, Ole Miss's quarterback room in the last 24 hours has completely changed. When we came into it, it was Jackson Dart and really nobody else. Now, all of a sudden, Ole Miss has one of the best quarterback rooms in the nation, like a five-star third stringer at the moment. Man, this is crazy. It's wonderful. It's <laughs> wonderful. I, I The one thing that, that my perspective is that's different from everybody else's is, is – I'm glad we got Spencer Sanders. Uh, he's an experienced person. And if Jackson Dart were to get hurt, that's a heck of a guy to have to come off the bench. Nothing against Kincaid Dent. I wish him the best. But they're not in the same stratosphere, in my opinion. But then we get to the freshman. You know, one of the highest rated quarterbacks in the history of recruiting services. I mean, you can't get much higher than a point nine 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 nine, right? Of course, a lot of people know him for that goofy dance with Brian Kelly. I'm sure that wasn't his idea. But when you look at his tape, I'm old. I guess I shouldn't say tape. But when you look at <laughs> At, at his at his video, um, Dad Gum he reminds you. I think I heard you say this. He kind of read you. I think I read on Twitter where you said this. He, he really does kind of remind you of Corral a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. And uh, some of his throws, it's it's uncanny. It really yeah. is. It is the you know, and that was one thing I liked about Corral was all the the arm angles and everything else, and you know that's that's something that that's a good thing to have. Uh, but no, I, I'm thrilled. This is the deepest the quarterback position has been that I can remember ever at Ole Miss since probably '62. You know, Glenn Griffin, um, Bobby Franklin, those guys. Probably is the last oh, time yeah, Ole Miss had yeah. a quarterback room that was this deep. Oh yeah, you know, and and we're, in my opinion, we're good at receiver. I think we're good at tight end. Uh, the the kid from Washington, uh, I love I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go look at him, the kid was all Big Twelve, uh, Pac Twelve. Hey, even the Mississippi kid from UAB, he was second team Conference USA. He's a guard. You know, so and I and I'll be honest with you, I don't think we're done yet. No, it's about to. I think I go really over don't. to the defensive side of the ball. I, I think everybody oh, needs yeah. to look well, at that side of the Monty ball. Montgomery's. Yeah, I think Monty Montgomery is just a. Uh, I think he'll end up being a rebel if 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 uh, if our coaches go that route. I think the kid from uh, Alabama. I, yeah, the kid from coming. Alabama, the five-star kid. You know, and, and we don't know. Like, you know, there are going to be some – there may be some people that go through spring training at some other schools 
that they see where they're at on the depth chart. They don't like it. They see that they think they can come here with an opportunity to, to play a lot at Ole Miss, and, and we may, you know, get some out of spring training. Uh, I think that the defense, the offense is set, and I would like to see, just like I said, two more linebackers, uh, a, a rush end, and uh, and and would be pretty happy with that. Maybe a maybe a corner. I'm hoping uh, Iggy decides to stay. Uh, I, it, it looks like Ty Sheen Johnson's pretty well set on going somewhere, which, yeah. if, you know, I'd like for I mean, him to stay too, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I think we're, Gaddy, we're I think Gaddy is going to commit. The kid from North Texas, I think he's going to commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and I think he's a good get. Hmm? I think he's a good get. But we uh, – we, we, we saw today where Mo Crum, I guess, is going to SMU. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything about Partridge one way or the other where he's going or anything like that. You know, sometimes they they wait till. I think Sorry. one of the Ole Miss podcasts out there, I don't know which one, so I'm not trying to omit them on purpose, but somebody mentioned something about Chris Partridge going to Oregon. Like that was. I think that'd be a good fit for him. Now, yeah, I, I think that'd be a good fit for him. I, I think Oregon might, if they if they're right. I don't like I said, I don't remember which one. <clears throat> it could have been Red Cup Rebellion. It could have been Talk of Champions. It could have been you know um, whatever the Oxford Exxon podcast was talking about. It, it could have been any of those. Um, but nothing ill intent by me not naming the name there. But I, one of them said that. I, don't, I just can't remember which one. Yeah, I think that'd be a good fit for him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Lanning has has proven that he wants to be a national recruiter. You know, he dipped into Mississippi and got Dante Dowdell, and and he uh, that that would be a good fit for him, I think. Um, I'm starting to like what I see. Uh, I see a heavy Alabama flavor to our defense as far as either coached there or played there, and I think they're. You know, they, we could be a lot worse off than than Alabama people, right? They they mm-hmm. usually have a really good defense, but uh, I did what? notice after seeing what you did, I noticed that we uh, when he was at UTSA, he played a lot of different fronts. When he was at DC, I think I saw four two five. I saw mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I watched four games today. I watched four games of UTSA from twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen. Um, and offensively, you know, UTSA wasn't the jam. That, that was a painful watch when they were on offense. But defensively, that was a scheme that attacked. Um, and it, ba- it matched up on the personnel. If you wanted to line up in 12 personnel or 22 personnel, hey, he's going to go out there in a basically 3-4 which with a traditional five-man front with both of the ends on the line. But if you wanted to get in the shotgun and spread it out and play where 10 personnel or something like that, he would go into a 4-2-5. Sometimes it would look like a 4-1-6. Um, and he had the ability to bounce around to all of that. It was pretty cool. And I looked at it, and I looked at everybody's like, what are we going to do with defensive linemen? How are we going to handle that with defensive linemen? Well, you watch two seconds of UTSA play, and you go, okay, Cedric Johnson, Jared Ivey, 
J.J. Pegues and Josh Harris as your starters. Now, you need to work on depth pieces behind that, but we can get a two deep off of that list. I mean, we have the people in Jamon Gordon can play in there. Um, Isavian Harris at nose guard. Right. At the end position, you know, at the end position, it could be true, but we have an Kari Coleman who has expense experience in a four man D line front. So him and Cedric Johnson can alternate based on pass rush packages and things like that. Basically, what we need is Taiwan Malone to stay, and we haven't heard any rumors that he was leaving, and he plays no, the strong side defensive end. Yeah, strong side defensive end behind Jared Ivey. And then you have a two deep on the defensive line that honestly is pretty good. It is. It mm-hmm. is. And, you know, uh, you move back to linebacker. We've, we've lost some in the portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, I don't count them lost just because they entered the portal. But, you know, we have we have a lot that have entered the portal. But, uh, you know, we you know if we you, you mentioned Kari Coleman, he could he could play outside if he had to. Uh, Perkins is going to be an instant starter. He's five-star talent. He's going to play, or at least be in the two D. And Jean Baptiste, of course, is gonna hmm. is gonna be one of your 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 big linebackers. And I and think they're I recruiting think, the other Mikey linebacker Montgomery on campus. May end up coming yeah. to Ole Miss and yeah. uh, the kid from Alabama. And that that would then be the other. You're, you're fine. Yeah, then you're golden. And you've got quarterbacks no and, and, and safeties all over the place. Uh, the defense personnel, fine. Now, the question is, and I made this tweet today, there are so many toys on this offense right now that everybody's going to focus on. But maximizing the defense moving forward is what the 2023 season will be about. If you maximize it, if it's yeah. a top 50 defense, 10-2 and two might not be an issue for this team. I agree. Seriously, even with yeah. our even with our schedule. Yeah, if you have a top fifty defense with the skill position players they have offensively and the toys that Lane Kiffin's going to have to play with, this team's going to be fine. But if the defense struggles, that's where the wins and losses can kind of slip away, and wow. you're looking at an eight and four, something like that. And I do think that as this defense gets better, this team's going to get better because I don't see any sign that the offense is going to slow down. This this offense has so much talent right now. Oh my goodness! Even more so probably than last year. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you, the the uh, the receivers. You know mm-hmm. they're 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 gonna be stacked. Uh, I don't think we're done yet. There. You know the kid from Buffalo, New York, intrigues me. I yeah, know Jackson he's Jones? A, a preferred walk on. Mm-hmm. He's a preferred walk-on, but, you know, any kid that can run a 4-3-40, you know, I automatically think, ooh, slot, slot, slot. Of course, you know, they say he's a wide receiver DB, but I hear 4-3 and I think slot. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I did I, I see think where Jalen Robinson entered the portal. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 is he's one of those guys that he's supposed to be good, but we didn't see it. We didn't yeah. see it at all. I mean, yeah. you know, you go back to the the big thing I remember out of him this year was when he made the uh, made the uh, kick catch goof up mm-hmm. down around the goal line in the first you know? game. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so 
you know, I, I, I don't know if, if, if that's that big of a deal. Uh, I think it's going to be the third school he's been to. So, but I, I wish him the best. I, I do think that as far as offense goes, just like you said, we're set. But I think we're only a couple of pieces away on defense from being improved. Yeah, I, I, really I, I, do. I think so. I think um, with the transfer portal and the way it goes, and I realize everybody needs to realize that while the window closed Wednesday, today is the deadline for teams to put players in the transfer portal. So if they say at 4.30 on Wednesday, hey, I want to transfer, the school has until 4.30 on Friday to put that in there. So there's still some other names that could come out. Now, I don't know how many because most people that were going to transfer already did, but we'll see. I think um, it's a pretty cool thing, you know, for um, old hats that understand what's going on, that I really enjoy this. But um, Chuck Roundsville from the Ole Miss Spirit is kind of getting back into the game. I don't know why. I don't know what the impetus is before it. But every day he is developing a reputation for just dropping insider nuggets because Chuck is – do not nobody needs to take this the wrong way, okay? If anybody hears this podcast and they consider themselves an insider, I'm not talking about you. But the lone, true, only insider that Ole Miss actually has is Chuck Rounsable. Oh yeah, he's been he's been doing this since Sloan. we were kids, man. Yeah, yeah, it's his life. Yeah. So and he he's got connections upon connections upon connections. But uh, I I I was I was very happy. You know, we talked last week. And we said, you know, this today we'll kind of know the tale of the tape. And uh, I'm thrilled with the offense, and I'm cautiously optimistic about the defense. Yeah, and I think think scheme-wise, we're where we need to be. Defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I really do. Yep. Close on the Louisville linebacker, close on the Alabama linebacker, um, close on the cornerback, and I think, I'm not sure about the names, but there may be a rush-in that pops up um, in the portal that may already have been there that is visiting as well. Those three things, defensively, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's exciting. So, Tom, I want you to have a pretty good weekend. We're getting close to your surgery. I think it's about three weeks away. So, um, we're all going to be thinking. We're going to keep having you on the show, but we're going to do that countdown to that surgery because we're looking forward to that that cancer, that nasty stuff being gone, man. That's terrible. I call my tumor Roger. My tumor has a name. Uh Uh, Uh-huh. Because nobody – does anybody actually know a Roger that they like to have around? So, I want Roger gone. So no, th- th- that's just, no. that's just I, I let my grand I let my granddaughter name my tumor when I first got diagnosed last April. Yeah. And she was eight at the time and she said, Stupid. <laughs> and I said, Stupid. She said, Its name is stupid. I said, Why is its name stupid? She goes, Because it's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so my tumor is named stupid. Okay, so st- <laughs> 
Um, hopefully they get take care of everything and you feel better. But like I said, we're going to do a countdown. Um, we're going to have you on the next couple of weeks until you have the surgery. But what you do, you have to stay in the hospital and all that. So there might be a little bit of a break. But good luck. Yeah, we're thinking be. about there you. Will be. Yeah. yeah. We're all thinking right, about man. you there. I appreciate it. No problem, and I want to let everybody know, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It's everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. It's Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. Tom? Thanks again for a wonderful episode. I can't wait to put this one out. I think people will really enjoy it. Um, But we'll see you next week, bud. Yes, sir. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.